1: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget, mm, mm, mm. visit Carvana.com or
0: download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be—convenient, comfortable. Ah! Welcome to the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. We're putting Black Girl Magic in motion. This show is dedicated to reinventing wellness for women of color. I'm your host, LeStrandra Alfred. Welcome back to the Balanced Black Girl Podcast, and thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we dive into today's interview, I wanted to take a moment to share our review of the week because lately we have been getting some really, really wonderful reviews on iTunes and I so appreciate Everyone who has taken the time to leave us a review, I read every single one. I know that everyone is so busy, and the fact that you take time out of your busy schedule to leave us a note about the show is greatly appreciated. So, this week's review says, I'm learning so much from this podcast mind, body, and spirit, and gaining new tools for whole body success. I appreciate the time, energy, and love you put into the Balanced Black Girl podcast. Thank you so much for this wonderful review. There is definitely a lot of time, love, and energy put into the Balanced Black Girl podcast and community. And really, at the end of the day, it is all about the people in this community and about the listeners. So the fact that you appreciate all that goes into it just makes it incredibly worth it. And I'm so glad that it is valuable for you. If you have not yet left us a review on iTunes, please do so. Your five-star reviews are greatly appreciated. Letting us know what you think of the show, what you would like to see, and what has resonated with you really helps shape future episodes, and it helps more people find the podcast. It helps our community grow, and I really, really appreciate you doing it. So let's dive into today's interview. You know, I really love all of the interviews that we do here on the show, and each one is totally different and has a totally different vibe to it. Today's interview was such a fun one because I really felt like I was sitting down just chatting with a girlfriend, even though it was the first time this guest and I had met or spoken, which we were speaking virtually. We literally just started flowing as if we had been friends for years, and I really appreciated her openness and vulnerability in this conversation. Our guest today is Brianna Owens, the founder of Spiked Spin. Brianna is a health and wellness influencer, entrepreneur, and empowerment coach committed to improving negative stigma surrounding generational health and wellness in minority communities. Brianna wanted to create an experience specifically with women of color in mind while still attracting a diverse crowd, and in that vein, Spiked spin was created. So if you were in the greater New York City area, definitely make sure you check out spike spin classes. Through the course of this interview, you will learn more about what spike spin is, who it's for, which really for everybody, but what to expect from spike spin classes. I know it made me sad that I was all the way across the country and at this time, can't take a class and I'll have to do it next time I'm in New York. But I think you will really love this conversation. It'll make you really excited to understand the Spike Spin community and be a part of it. And I know that you will enjoy it just as much as I did. So without further ado, let's jump into the show.
1: So Brie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here and happy that we were able to make it work with our crazy
0: schedules. So this is great. I know. I'm excited. I'm so happy to have you. Crazy schedules, opposite coasts, but I'm glad we made it work. (laughs) (laughs) We made it work. Yes. So I follow you from afar and really admire your work. I love the brand and the community that you've built around Spiked Spin, which we're going to talk a lot about today. But before we dive into that, can you tell us a little bit more about who you are, your fitness journey, and what brought you to the fitness space?
1: So my fitness journey, it's it's honestly always been a part of my life—it's something that from young I've always done. Um, my parents are both pretty active people, and when I was growing up, um, I can't recall a time when I wasn't in some type of activity. So obviously, it wasn't as strategic or like, you know, I didn't know that I was doing fitness or wellness. When I got older, I realized that it was still something that kind of just felt innate to me. And it felt odd if I was not doing it. Mm-hmm. So fitness for me has always kind of just been a part of my journey, maybe not as rigorous or as um, important as it has become, but it's definitely always kind of been an underlying part of me. What brought me to create Spikes was honestly just having more exposure to boutique fitness and Mm -hmm. to different types of fitness classes and experiences here in New York City. That coupled with just paying attention to some of the trends that I began to see with like my friendships and the women in my family and some of the people that I knew and wanting to just kind of explore where the disconnect is between people of color and fitness and wellness and just knowing that there's clearly something missing um but also knowing that there's a great opportunity to make sure that we we bridge that gap and we change that narrative so that's what brought me to create Spikes
0: spin totally totally and i can relate to that so much and it's a lot of what inspired the creation of this show but i love that you have taken a popular format and made it accessible and made it feel inclusive because having that kind of boots on the ground like movement that people can actually go to and participate in is what really makes the difference. Right. I I 100% agree. Yeah, absolutely. So how would you describe spiked spin to someone who's just now learning about it?
1: I describe spiked spin as honestly like a mental and physical experience.
0: Ooh, that, I
1: love that is, yeah, <laughs> um, that is personal to your journey. Um, and w- what I mean by that is everyone walks away from Spiked with something different. And that's kind of the premise of the name, which is an, an unexpected flavor. Um, it's meant to give everyone their own experience with the class, their own takeaway. Obviously, we're on a bike, mm-hmm. but no matter what um you know, my customers are doing with the Spiked brand. I am cognizant that we're all at different places in our lives and everything um, kind of relates to people differently. And that's what's most important to me. So obviously I would say like, yeah, it's gonna be hip hop cycling. That's the most basic um, description, but it's also a disservice to what people walk away with. So Mm -hmm. I like to call it a mental and physical experience.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that because I think creating an environment that inspires people to move and where people feel represented and and meet them where they're at. Something like music, especially in fitness, is a part of it, but it's a very small part of the overall energy and community and what truly makes someone feel included and represented.
1: Correct. It's so much that goes into it, and I think there are so many um, pieces that people don't consider when they think of fitness and wellness. Um, and those are the kind of the things in the areas that I love to make sure I tap into, mm-hmm. and make sure that I'm truly providing a service, um, and that people are walking away feeling that they were catered to specifically. And that's the ultimate goal of anything spiked.
0: Yeah, I love that. So, so what are some of those things that you make sure you provide for your for your customers and your writers?
1: Um, I think it, again, begins with the experience when you walk in the room. So Mm -hmm. setting the stage of, you know, making sure they are mentally prepared for the journey that we're going to go on throughout the class. And then um, obviously the class is full of just pointers and language (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um, energy that I think is special to what we provide at Spikes Bend. And honestly, yeah. it's something that you do have to experience. It's mm-hmm. not something that I can like really speak to in a way that will ever capture
0: the entire mood of what we do and what we accomplish in the class. Yeah. It's something that you feel when you're there. Yeah. 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 Love it. So you touched on this and it's something that I would love to go a bit deeper into is talking about representation and what positive representation in fitness means and and what that looks like and just not having representation for representation's sake or just having one black girl in like a roundup or of a photo to make it diverse. Right. So I would love to hear your thoughts on what does true representation look like in the fitness space, especially for black women.
1: I love that question. Mm -hmm. I think that it's something that extends far beyond fitness. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something where I, I, I work in advertising. And I know that there are, you know, the checkbox of like, there's diversity, because there's an Asian girl in the photo, or there's Mm -hmm. a black girl in the photo with an afro, or there's, you know, these, again, going back to these stereotypes of what people look like. And they, Mm -hmm. as long as there's more than, you know, three white women, then they check the box for diversity. And I feel that brands have gotten away with that for so long, which is why I did not want to be afraid of being explicit in the language of Spike Spin and Mm -hmm. who my market is, which is people of color. Mm -hmm. Um, and lately I've, I'm gonna go back to your question, but this is just a, a bit of a tangent yeah, because we love tangents. I realize <laughs> I realize that um, even with the marketing being very straightforward to people of color and mm-hmm. diversity being for me mm-hmm. different body types, different um, images of what a woman can look like, not defining a woman to you know a weave or an afro or mm-hmm. cornrows, but just like really showing black women and all of their variations and all of their beauty and all of their body sizes, body sizes and same for black males. Um, What I'm noticing though, is that it's attracting other people of color, whether Mm -hmm. it's Asians and even some um, just white people, because I think what they're attracted to is the authenticity of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's where like diversity and inclusion should begin to shift to. So it's like, everything that we do should be more reflective of um, what the world looks like. But I also know that advertising is reflective of who they've created it for. Yeah. So this is like kind of going in a, in like a roundabout way, but essentially I began to feel less um, slighted when I don't see black women in an ad because I realized it wasn't made with me in mind. Mm-hmm. It wasn't made for me first. And I know that that's an important conversation and that's a fight um, that needs to happen. And we have so many people and models and you know, people in the background, executives who are working for that diversity. But to me, all it says is you are an afterthought. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's imperative to me that I, you know, make it clear to people that like Spike Spin was created with you in mind first. Mm. And that's a huge point of distinction. You're not an afterthought when you come to Spike Spin. You are my first thought Mm -hmm. and you are who I created this for. And I'm not going to apologize for that because there are so many spaces where we are fighting to be put into it or we are wondering why they didn't think of us. And I'm like, it's fine. We still need to do that. But also acknowledge that like, there are these beautiful loving spaces that were made with us in mind first.
0: I love that. And where it's like, it's made for us and it's not a, a box that needs to be checked. Right? Exactly.
1: It's not a box. It's not something that's like, this is cool right now. It's something that is a very real problem. It's a very real um opportunity when you when you pay attention to, unfort I mean, fortunately, or unfortunately, how different things can be, especially when it comes to experiences
0: that are as personal as wellness. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could not agree more with that. So let's say there's a woman maybe listening to this episode who feels out of place in the fitness environments available to her maybe either from a sense of maybe she's a woman of color and a lot of the spaces around her are predominantly white, or maybe from an ability standpoint, or even like a body type standpoint, just feels kind of different from a lot of the other people in what's available to her in terms of spaces to move. Um, What advice would you give her to help inspire her to not let that feeling deter her in her fitness journey?
1: Um, That is a woman that I meet daily. Mm -hmm. Um, She's someone that's very real to me. It's not a far off assumption it's a woman who you probably know who's probably sitting next to you right now and who is allowing um factors that are so irrelevant impact her life in a way that could be tragic so what I would say to her is you have to take a step back from all of the outside factors that were mentioned be it your body type be it your experience level be it Um, the people in the room and Mm -hmm. go inside of yourself to discover and think about why this is important for you. And the number one thing, um, we just came off of the Spike to BHM challenge, which was just me challenging people. And I don't don't like to call it a challenge. I called it an accountability um, (laughs) countdown. (laughs) Yeah. Because I just get over, like, it's not about challenging. It's about yourself accountable. But anyway, um, the number one thing that I charged people with from the beginning was think about your why. Yeah. So if I was having a conversation with that woman, I would say there's clearly something in you that realizes there needs to be a shift and there needs to be a change. Um, otherwise you wouldn't even have those thoughts. Mm-hmm. So clearly you're aware of you know your health or your wellness journey and how you want to improve it. and you need to sit down with yourself and think about why that's important. And when you think about your why, nine times out of 10, I guarantee it will outweigh any opinions or any thoughts of others. And I think what I love to encourage, I mean, women are my core demographic and what I love to encourage them to do is go inside of themselves mm-hmm. in the same energy that they're willing to put into others and the same beliefs that they're so easily willing to accept from others, just give it to yourself. So I would tell her, girl, what is your why?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why is that important to you? And every time you think about those outside factors, remind yourself why this you're going to do this. So you know that everything's a journey. You know that you have to start somewhere. Your tomorrow won't look like your yesterday as long as you begin. Think about your why, put that in front of you and begin and just keep going. One foot in front of the other. Let's not jump to level 300. Let's just do level one together. Let's do level two
0: together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Such good advice. I love that because I think at the end of the day, our why is what's always going to keep us going, even in those moments where we may waver or may not feel motivated or are in that new environment and staying focused on that, I think is just such good advice.
1: Absolutely. I think... um, Charging yourself to have intention in every single decision that you make mm-hmm. um, makes life a lot more fulfilling because instead of being reactive, you're being proactive. Instead of playing defense all the time, you're playing offense. You're, you have a better view of um, what you want your life to be and how you need to approach it. And yeah. so I always am charging people to think about, like, what is your why? What is your ideal self? What is your ideal life? What does that look like? And what are you missing to get to that point? And that's where we need to begin to work.
0: Yes, that's so good. And I think for women too, I think sometimes we can talk ourselves out of things or we can let imposter syndrome get the best of us or we can be in certain rooms and feel like, oh, I shouldn't be here. And something that I'm really trying to be better about myself and also spread to others is that there's no room that we don't belong in and that that part yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that part yeah like we can create space for ourselves anywhere and there's nowhere that we don't belong and it just
1: that is something that even I struggle with mm-hmm. um because you know you are being a woman is so complex and yeah. we do deal with so many boxes and so many standards of how we should be but That may be conflicting with who we want to be, which may be conflicting with who our mom told us. You know, like Mm -hmm. there are just all these things that are constantly um, battling with each other. And sometimes you find yourself in spaces where you're like, do I even belong here? Am I even the right person to have this conversation, to have this thought? And the answer is yes. Any room that you are in, you belong in it. Mm -hmm. And you have a responsibility to bring your light and whatever you're spiked with whatever your added flavor is to that space and that's something that no matter where i'm going i'm like okay brie you belong here Mm -hmm. even when i feel those you know those doubtful thoughts creep in because they do because you talk to yourself more than anyone (laughs) unfortunately sometimes that second voice in you is your biggest hater Mm -hmm. um You know, like sometimes when I see those memes that are like, oh, for my haters, I'm like, my haters actually lives within me. Um, And that's the hater who I need to like get under control and put to bed. So it's just, again, going back to that intention, going back to who do I say I want to be? Okay, I belong in this room. Mm -hmm. And if that's not who I want to be, then I leave the room. But it all comes back to that why, that
0: intention and, you know, creating that life that you want. Absolutely. And I also think, just piggybacking off of what you said, sometimes we can be so much harder on ourselves than anyone else is to us or that we would ever be to anyone else. Like some of the things we say to ourselves, it's like, yeah, you would never talk to somebody that way. So why do we talk to ourselves that way?
1: Oh my gosh, that's such a great way to put it. Because when it comes to other people, I can find so much graciousness Mm -hmm. and like I see the very best in every person I encounter especially through Spiked it's given me such a different view of like women and relationships and I'm just like oh my god girl you're trying your best like give yourself (laughs) a minute you know Mm -hmm. like I can see but when it comes to myself I'm like Brianna you're operating at 70 percent like you need Mm -hmm. to do more you need Mm -hmm. to go harder you need to be better um so yeah I think That it also helps honestly to have people around you who can remind you of those things. Because like in the way that I'm there to speak life into so many people, I also depend on other people to speak life into me. Mm -hmm. Admittedly, I'm not great about like asking for help or letting people see me sweat, but the people who know me, they know when I need it and thank God I don't have to like beg and say, like, pour into me. They just kind of can see my struggle and they're like free. You're doing great. Mm -hmm. Relax. Take a step back. And so I think you always need to keep a circle of trusted people, even if it's one, two people who have your best interest and who will always be willing to remind you of your greatness and pour into you.
0: Oh, I love that so much. Like community is everything. And I feel like we're just very similar because in a lot of ways I'm learning I'm horrible at asking for help too, but I'm learning <laughs> that people can't help if they don't know what I need, you know? 100%, 100%. Yeah. And
1: the same way that you're so willing to help people, like, I don't know why I have that perspective of being apprehensive about asking for help because I'm always willing to give help. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, well, you love helping people, why would you think that other people don't love helping people too, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like allow people to be the blessing that you want to be. And so Mm. I'm really, really trying to like, it's also a blessing to someone else to allow them to help me in the same way. I want to bless you. Like they need to receive, um, or they need to give their blessings too. So it's just, it's just relaxing and taking a step back again and saying like, yes, I have this vision. Yes, I have these goals, but I also have been giving these amazing, people in relationships to help me get to them. And there's nothing weak about that.
0: No. Yeah, there's nothing weak about reciprocity whatsoever. So I would also love to talk to you a bit about accessibility in the fitness space, especially when it comes to boutique fitness. I mean, for you, you live in New York, which is just like the mecca of all things boutique fitness. That is like the place <laughs> where everything happens and everything happens first. And we all know that boutique fitness tends to be really expensive for a lot of people or could be a big barrier. And I would love to hear your take on accessibility with boutique fitness and how you're making spiked spin accessible for the community you serve that is um
1: actually written like clearly in our spike spin mission mm-hmm. and the vision mm-hmm. um accessibility is a huge huge point for me right now um so i'm gonna this is gonna be kind of like a two-part response As <laughs> everything has been unfortunately
0: <laughs> i'm sorry no that's <laughs> but, good
1: like, on the one hand um speaking of new york I realize that they have made wellness into um, a luxury. Mm-hmm. Like there has even been articles in Vogue where they blatantly call wellness a luxury and like the classes that you're able to go to are a sign of your um, status. Ugh. And while I understand it in a bag or I understand it in some like frivolous, just uh, material possession, I have a huge issue with that being the narrative for something that is going to help people stay alive and live well. Mm -hmm. So my number one issue with accessibility when it comes to boutique fitness is that it should 100% be accessible. All boutique fitness is, is a more intimate experience focused to one particular thing. So it's really not some ex- I mean, obviously that's the branding and the marketing that they put around it to make you spend all this extra money. But net-net, boutique means, um, I would just take that as like an intimate, focused version of whatever you're looking to experience. Mm-hmm. And obviously that may come with some nicer amenities, maybe a nicer towel. They might know your name at the front desk, et cetera. All things that I personally enjoy, but are all things that I don't feel Um, should be another point of segregation, Mm -hmm. which is basically what it's become. So what I want to do with Spiked, what not what I want to do, what I am doing with Spiked and what I will continue to do on a larger scale is bring those experiences to communities that would otherwise have been a second thought to what I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. So where I know that there's a lack of access, that's the main places that we will be. Um, obviously New York is oversaturated, you would think, but it's oversaturated in oversaturated areas. Mm-hmm. There are, it's not the areas that, um, actually need fitness and need wellness. And that's where, um, spike spin is here to fill the void and spike spin will extend beyond spinning to other things that truly make it a comprehensive, um, experience. I hate to say that word again, but you know, a comprehensive go-to or resource rather um, for people to be able to get there, you know, begin and go through their wellness journey in a real way that's accessible. Cause that's the number one thing that should be, that's the number one word that should be aligned with health and wellness. Mm-hmm. Uh, like lack of access and health and wellness for me is a major, major issue. Yeah. I hate, I hate that the two would ever be put together.
0: Yeah, but it's true. Could not agree with you more. And the fact that, I mean, something that is proven to be so important for our physical health, our mental health, confidence level, the idea of having that tied to a term like luxury is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Like, it just does not make sense. It it
1: doesn't, but it does, because at the end of the day... This is America and yeah. everything is about a business. Mm-hmm. Um, from the foods that they serve. I mean, if they're willing to like literally add every hormone and chemical to our food to make more money, of course they're gonna think about how to brand and market um fitness wellness. They look at it as another business. As I do too. I fully acknowledge that like it's a business. I'm a business owner, mm-hmm. I'm a businesswoman. However, I'm not ever going to, my business will never come at the expense of, of people who need it. Yeah, And I think that's where the issues lie. It's mm. not a matter of like, okay, you can't make profit. Everyone needs to eat, fine. But let's not make it a point where we are now using it as a tool, as I mentioned before, to show off like the next luxury handbag. It's, it should never be the same but it is
0: unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I love I love that you said that about yes, it's a business, but also being really clear and making sure that you're always serving who who you intend to serve. I think is really powerful and having that very mission-driven approach is important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Kind of to follow up on that from a business perspective, what you've built with Spike Spin is incredible. Like you're so young. It's a beautiful movement. (laughs) Yes, totally. (laughs) And so I would love to know, and especially earlier when we were talking about imposter syndrome, being hard on ourselves, I'm actually really excited to ask you this question is what are you most proud of, at least to date, because you are still doing more incredible things. But so far, what are you most proud of?
1: um so far honestly oh this is hard <laughs> i I really have done cool things with spiked and I'm grateful for where we are um but I just I'm I'm talk. it's like now I'm having a therapy session with you, I'm talking through it because (laughs) I realize that there's so much to be proud of, but in my brain, I I just have the bigger vision and I know that we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah. So it's, I'm proud of Spiked. I'm proud that I have put it out there. And I guess the number one thing that I'm most proud of is that it's actually doing what I created it to do, which Mm -hmm. is- it's actually changing lives. It's actually reaching people in an authentic way that makes them want to be their best self. That's what I'm most proud of. Yeah. What I set out to do is what I've done. Um, just not at the scale mm-hmm. <laughs> that I want to do it yet. So I'm extremely proud that I can wake up and know that I have made an impact on someone's morning day life um, So yeah, just doing that for the masses is when I think I'll say like, okay, Brie, you have done what you set out to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Um, But I think even just impacting like a life is beautiful. And the fact that that's what you have set out to do and and that you will get to that point where it will be on an even bigger scale. um, It's incredible. And so I, I love that that's what you're proud of. (laughs)
1: that's
0: what I'm most proud of, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned that spiked spin is going to um, kind of also transcend spin. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that's going to look like? Nope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you, make sure you're following at Spiked Spin. Yes. Um, Make sure you stay in the know of, like, my personal page Mm -hmm. because that's where all announcements and updates will be happening. Perfect. But, yeah, your your girl is always (laughs) working. Um, But I never like to make announcements until ink is dry because... I hate to disappoint people. And I, I just also probably goes back to me being crazy about like needing <laughs> things to be perfect. Um, so I'm like psycho once ink is dried and I'm like, okay, guys, this is what we're doing. But until then, everything is just like
0: a, a theory for me. I get it. I get it. I'm the same way. Well, I know I follow. I'm going to make sure all of the information is in the show notes so our audience can also follow so that they can yes, be ready yes, yes. to see announcements as soon as they as soon as they roll out. <laughs> Perfect. So, what do you do for your own self-care? How do you take care of you? Um,
1: okay. I think self-care, for me, I don't have children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm in a relationship, but I think most things that I do are for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't look at self-care probably in as loaded of a way as like my mom who I know has to intentionally carve out time for herself. You know what I mean? It's like most of what I'm doing is for myself. Even when it comes to building this business, it's obviously with my consumer in mind, but it's something that gives me great joy knowing that I'm impacting people. So I still think of that for myself as like enjoyable. It's Mm -hmm. not something that I like hate. But I do the same things as everyone else. Like, I love going to the gym. I love getting my nails done. Like, getting my nails done (laughs) is probably up there with, I don't know, eating. Like, I love getting my nails done. Um, I love spending time with my girls and my mom and my family. Like, I get the most joy. For me, self care is when I can just unplug from spiked mentally which is very hard Yeah. because I'm always tuned in even if I'm getting my nails done even if I'm getting I'm always thinking about yeah. <laughs> and like my goals and why I'm not there yet and what I need to do so the I will say this the things that allow me to escape that is always when I'm with my friends and always when I'm with my family like whenever we just say girls day or I go home to Georgia for a weekend mm-hmm. I try to fully
0: unplug and be present and yeah. I get the most joy from those things. Mm. Going back to community, what we we're talking about earlier is, is having yes. that community of people to lift you up.
1: Yes. In my community, I must say I'm obsessed with. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they are, they just bring me so much joy just talking about them right now. I'm like, very, very grateful for the people in my life. Um, I'm, I'm so happy that I've gotten to this point because I have not always been this way mm-hmm. and I haven't always felt this much joy and gratitude. So when I'm when I'm like speaking to people and when I'm saying all of these things with so much passion, it's not from a place of, this is what I think. I'm saying what I know about like truly being intentional from how you approach yourself, how you speak to yourself to how you allow other people to speak and be in your life because it changes everything. I used to be in such a negative down space and I will fight tooth and nail. I will never go back there again. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm so passionate about getting people to see the other side because yeah. it's so beautiful and everyone deserves it. You know, like that space is just not, I will never go. I will never be that Brianna again by any means. Whoever has to get cut, I'm sorry they have to get cut. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't go back there. Like I, I vividly know the difference and I just... It feels so good to be in this space right now.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I'm actually really, really glad that you said that because I think that that can be relatable for a lot of people to feel like if they see someone on social media or if they see you on social media and they see that you put out really positive content and that you built this brand, could assume that it's always been that way or that you've always been that way and that if they don't feel that way, that they're stuck there. But sharing that message of like, you never have to be stuck where you are, and that you can change your mindset is so powerful. And I think it's not something that we hear genuine examples of often enough.
1: Oh, my God, it's honestly, the realest thing ever, like, being in a low place is is, it's draining in a way that i know what low feels like like Mm -hmm. that's all i can say like i know low and so when i'm putting out this positive content and when i'm intentionally putting the messages that i put they are fully there because i know what i need to hear i know what i need to see i know the space i need to create for myself and i'm basically just welcoming people into my world Mm -hmm. it's it's as much for myself as it is for the people that I'm posting about even like i mentioned like the hater memes or something like that like sometimes i see them and i'm like oh it resonated with me i liked it and then i'm like you know what i'm not going to post that because i don't want to feed that yep if you're someone who has a negative feeling about me like awesome i'm not going to i'm not going to put my attention there i'm mm-hmm. going to find something that speaks more to the side of like keep shining your light and you know that you know versus haters are gonna see no I don't want to even give any of that my energy my attention because yeah. it's so quickly you'll go down this like spiral and before you know it you're like shit mm-hmm. how did I get back to this place and it's just not worth it
0: yeah it's not I couldn't agree more like I think <laughs> the two money is great but I think our two most valuable currencies that we have are where we spend our time or how we spend our time and how we spend our energy
1: girl That peace of mind is honestly worth more than any money I've ever gotten. Mm -hmm. Like no money could have made me get out of the funk that I was in before Mm -hmm. and no money could make me go back to that place. So that's how I know it's not the money. It's truly your peace of mind, your energy, what you want to give to this world and what you want to take from it.
0: Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that so much. So Brianna, what does being a balanced black girl mean to you? Being a balanced black girl to me
1: means being um, all parts of who I want to be at all times. Mm. So when I think balance, I think of Understanding and knowing um, all parts that are important to the woman that I'm choosing to be.
0: Yeah.
1: And giving 100% to all of those parts. Mm -hmm. And when I do that, I feel the most balanced. As soon as I lean into something that's not authentic or not organic to the woman that I'm meant to be,
0: um, I'm out of balance. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's back to like where you spend your energy and spending it to all those, those areas of your life that, you know, you need to be centered.
1: Absolutely. It's like, you know who you are, you know who you, and even if you're not who you want to be yet, Mm -hmm. um, you have to know who you want to be, not who people tell you to be, not people who, not who people said you were, but who you want to be. And when you just commit to that, you will find balance. It it all I think comes comes together nicely. Even when people ask me like, how do you do your business and work out? And it's just like I'm truly being the woman I want to be, and mm-hmm. that's why I think I feel balance in it. Yeah. To some people, they're like, oh, this is too much, or you're doing too much here, and it's like, no, that's not who you want to be. So it would be off balance for you. Mm-hmm. But when you're living your truth, it it truly balances out, which is
0: awesome. I love that. I love 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 that. So Brianna, thank you so much for coming on the show. Please tell us what's next for Spike Spin. How can our audience keep in touch with you to stay in the know with what's going on? Um, next for Spike Spin
1: 2019, I'm working on so many things. Like I just said, um, big goals, trying to truly reach the masses and try to get you guys everything that you need in an authentic way. Um, but I would tell you to please subscribe to our newsletter, which mm-hmm. you can do on the website.
0: Perfect
1: um, which is www.spikedspin.com. And then of course follow on social at spiked spin and follow on follow me on my personal page, which is at Bree Um, and Spiked Spin is always gonna be very focused on like spike speci- spiked spin specifically. Um, The Brie Monet page is where I might be making more announcements about the Spiked brand overall. So I encourage you to follow both and get your positive vibes and good energy and reach out to me. And let's always just like build and communicate and love each other and uplift
0: each other. I love that. (laughs) We will have all of that linked in the show notes so that everyone can follow Spiked Spin, follow you, subscribe to the newsletter. um, Because I know that y'all are going to want to keep in touch for sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. I loved this conversation.